0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Foster, Uh, today we are going to talk about the Michael Del Zotto signing, uh, as much as I would like to pretend he doesn't exist, Uh, and we've got some waiver news. Uh, A bunch of guys got put on waivers, presumably in preparation to put them on the taxi squad for the start of the season, Uh, and we're going to look at what the opening night roster is likely going to be, based on... You know, things like waivers, things like the most recent scrimmage, uh, things like that. So, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKED ON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's builtbar.com. So, I don't really understand this contract signing, um... Del Zotto is, I'm sure he's a perfectly serviceable uh, third pairing defenseman. Uh, by the way, locked on Blue Jackets drinking game. Drink every time Jay says that someone is serviceable. Um, but the thing about Del Zotto is, I don't know where he's going to fit in in the lineup uh, in terms of not pushing one of our younger players with potentially a higher ceiling out like he's past 30 now i believe uh and you know he's not going to get any better than he currently is yeah he might be a decent pp2 guy uh but beyond that i don't really i don't really understand kind of where where the team is coming from. I mean, I do understand where the team is coming from. Tortorella likes him, uh, and it's good to have, you know, some more experienced guys, especially considering we lost, you know, uh, Murray and Nudavara. You know, it's... it's Kukan and Peak are kind of an unknown quantity at the minute, so I get wanting to have some kind of stability down there, but at the same time, like absolute worst-case scenario is that we just run Jones, Wawrinski, and Gabrikov-Savard for, you know, 45, 50 minutes a game. Which is not unlike what we did last season, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, Tolorello's not afraid to bench that third pair or the fourth line forwards or whatever. So, Delzotto seems like a a weird a weird choice to me um beyond the you know oh we'll put him on the second power play and then we can keep Jones and Wierenski together on the first one uh however I've really liked the power play setups that we've had so far um which I believe we've had Jones and Wierenski split up uh both of the power plays look pretty different to last year so you know we'll see uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that later, uh, because the power play penalty kill was in uh, full mid-season Blue Jackets mode at the scrimmage the other night, so so that'll be fun to talk about, but in terms of Del Zotto, I would be disappointed if We benched one of our younger guys in favor of him. Uh, I don't know how often that's going to happen. I assume every time Tortorella gets annoyed at one of our younger defensemen, Um, but I could see kind of rotating through Del Zotto, Peek, Kouken, and Harrington, uh, who, you know, is probably going to be our seventh or eighth defenseman, which, you know, I'm fine with. I like Scott Harrington. He's not great at like being on the ice, but he's fine as a, a temporary stopgap. Uh, seems like a a really nice guy. Um in my interview with Jeff Svoboda, apparently he's happy to, you know, just talk forever, which is, you know, as a as a hockey kind of journalist, I guess, uh, is is exactly is exactly what you want. So the other thing about Del Zotto is, you know, there are some less than savory rumours that are kind of floating around. Uh, I haven't heard any in a while, but I remember back in about 2013-2014, there was a big thing about how he was, like, borderline harassing uh, a couple of adult film stars to, you know, spend some time with him. This is very much the PG-13 retelling of this story, um, to the point where she had to, like, take screenshots and post them on Twitter to be like please go away i don't want this attention uh i'm telling you no when you're not listening which is not a glowing recommendation um he's one of tyler sagan's cronies as well which is i mean i don't like tyler sagan for a variety of reasons and so like the people that don't that choose to spend time around him based on you know the kind of things that he's done in the past uh make me less than enthused for the kind of culture that we're breeding here in in the locker room which you know i don't really want to get into the whole politics of it because it's very early and i'm tired but you know the politics of seth jones zach warinski uh, to a lesser extent guys like max domi um and kind of bringing del zotto into this uh i don't know if that's kind of the the culture that I want the Blue Jackets to kind of foster um so who knows maybe maybe we'll bury him in the in the AHL and I won't have to think about him but I'm disappointed that this is the way the Blue Jackets seem to be going for their defensemen when we have a bunch of young guys who again will not get a lot of ice time regardless but could you know cut their teeth in the NHL and kind of grow as players but instead we're going to give ice time to a 32 year old uh bottom pairing defenseman which seems just like the most the most Tortorella thing uh coming up in just a minute we are going to talk about the waiver wire who's been waived who hasn't been waived uh, things like that. Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Uh, college football is heading into bowl season. You know, there's some big matchups coming this weekend. There's some big matchups happening right now. Uh, the NFL regular season is finishing up. The playoff picture is getting really clear over there. Uh, the NBA is back. The uh nhl will be back in five days which is very exciting and you know there's only one place that has you covered and there's only one place we trust for uh sports betting and that is betonline.ag if you sign up for a free account today use promo code locked on or one word you get a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit uh you know why don't you place a bet on who's gonna win the norris you know roman Yossi is up there uh, seth jones is is in the mix you know those are that's going to be the story of that series i think is going to be yosi versus jones so you know maybe maybe make a bet on one of those guys winning the norris uh but don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action don't forget the promo code is locked on to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts 2020 is mercifully over it is time for a fresh start and a few more wins if you are betting this year and you want some more wins then listen to locked on bets with your boy q and lee sterling of paramount sports they're going to be picking college basketball football and nba locks all winter long make sure you subscribe to locked on bets wherever you get podcasts so the waiver wire happened yesterday uh i, th- I believe every team apart from the stars had to uh, announce who was going on to waivers either to go down to the AHL or to uh, make the taxi squad which I believe is a group of four to six players uh, including a goalie to basically kind of be on the, pra- the practice squad for the main team but will not Actually, play unless you know there is some kind of COVID-related emergency. I believe is is the is the thing. Um, so we've also got a bunch of guys that have been released from camp, uh, and they have officially uh, just you know mostly paperwork reasons. I think uh, they've put Gus Nyquist on injured reserve, which we knew about. He's going to be out probably another three to five months um not ideal but it is what it is uh and they have uh reassigned uh goalie Vaini to Cleveland after he's been playing in uh Finland for the pause or you know the offseason slash waiting for this season to start up he's been over there since September I think you know so that's a good sign that he's kind of been playing and keeping keeping uh active and whatnot uh we have released uh Brad Thiessen from Cam Proster which we knew about uh Tyler Angle, Justin Scott, uh, Thomas Schmitz uh and then uh in terms of waivers uh we've got Gavin Beirutha, Adam Clendenning, Zach Dalpe, Nathan Gerby, Cam Johnson, Stephen Matteau and Ryan McInnes who I assume will be our taxi squad for the most part, uh, with the exceptions of maybe Beirutha, who I assume will go down to the AHL, if the AHL ever starts back up. Uh, This is about what I expected. Um, Players like Stenland and Robinson have not been waived, which is good. Uh, I assume that means that they're probably going to be, you know, options 13 and 14 for injuries or whenever torch torts decides to bench someone things like that um and you know the same with uh Kukin, who i believe also has to clear waivers to go down to the minors but i assume he's probably going to have a semi-regular nhl spot as we just discussed uh i don't know if more guys will uh be moved around you know as the season starts you know paper transactions they always come at the start of the season or you know the start of free agency or whatever uh teams sometimes are very clever in terms of who they send up and down to kind of make sure that they're cap compliant um so you know it's a case of sending a bunch of people who don't have to clear waivers down for a day starting the season and then putting someone on long-term IR and calling them back up um so I suspect we might see some of that uh if not for the Blue Jackets then certainly for for some other teams who are currently not cap compliant like the Blue Jackets are so it's um basically it's about what I expected would happen um I'm glad that we didn't waive a guy like Robinson or Stenland because I think those guys might get picked up somewhere else uh and they might not get a lot of regular playing time this season unless you know touch wood the the uh same things last season happened but they're guys that we don't want to lose um and I guess to a certain extent like the same with Kukin the same with uh, Del Zotto, though I don't know that anyone would pick Del Zotto up off waivers, even though his contract is extremely reasonable. I believe it's 700k in the NHL and 400k in the AHL, so, you know, it's it's really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it is pennies on the dollar. Uh, coming up in just a moment, we are going to talk about uh what the opening night roster is likely to be uh based on you know we'll talk a little bit about the scrimmage we'll talk a little bit about power play penalty kill uh but first i have got to tell you about built bar uh built bar is back uh they have a bunch of great new flavors for you to try um each bar is low in carbs and high in protein and honestly they are friggin' delicious uh, I'm super excited about the new flavors. We've got caramel brownie, we've got cookies and cream, we've got cherry barcia, we've got lemon almond cheesecake, we've got we've got apple almond crisp, and my personal favourite, uh, carrot cake. Uh, and I know a lot of these like protein bars market themselves as you know delicious and nutritious, and actually they kind of taste like someone dipped a piece of sawdust into chocolate and just mashed it together. But Built Bar legitimately tastes just like an actual candy bar. Um, And, you know, as a person who tries to eat healthy, but really loves candy bars, these are kind of perfect for me. Uh, Right now, Built Bar is giving you a free cooler with every purchase while stocks last. And if, like me, your apartment is constantly at like 80 degrees or above, and you don't want to have to get up to go to the fridge every time you want a snack, these coolers are perfect to kind of live on your desk and keep your Built Bars in. Uh, and with the offer code LOCKEDON, all one word, you can get 10 bucks off your first order. Uh, if you want to watch your weight or you just love treats, you know, run, don't walk to BuiltBar.com and find a new favourite flavour today. Remember, it's not too late to listen to the Locked On NHL season preview series on the Locked On NHL podcast. You can get intel on all 31 NHL teams and some fantasy waiver wire ads from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on NHL wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Make sure you listen to Wednesday's episode from last week because that's the one that I'm on talking about the Blue Jacket season. So, check that out. Um, So, the opening night roster, I think, is not going to be massively different. Uh, We haven't, like, we've talked about this before, we haven't lost a lot of big pieces. uh, And so, I think. Mostly, it's going to look the same with a couple of like key key additions. Um, obviously, our centers are going to be Pierre Luc Dubois, Max Domi, Miko Koivu and uh probably Riley Nash. Uh, depending on who's on that fourth line, um, we have Texier who can play center. We have Nick Foligno who can play center. We have Boo Jenner who can play center. Uh, I believe Kevin Stenland can play center if he needs to so you know we have we have some options there um I suspect Kevin Stenland will be an extra player this season like a 13th or 14th we talked about that a little bit already um and then in terms of wingers the the Gus Nyquist injury actually has freed up a top six spot. Uh, so I would expect our wingers in the top six to be uh, Atkinson, Grigorenko, uh, Texier, unless he's playing centre, and uh, Bjorkstrand, who has scored about seven goals in two scrimmages since signing the uh, since signing his contract extension. So that's great news. Obviously, scrimmages are not real games; uh, scores are higher. In scrimmages than they are in regular games for a variety of reasons uh but it is promising to see after he kind of struggled on and off last season uh it is good to see him kind of connecting with Dubois especially and putting the puck in the net Uh, I believe he assisted on almost all of Dubois goals in the scrimmages as well so that's that is some fun chemistry that i'm excited to see in real games uh for the most part texier was on the other side and he got moved to center for a little bit and grigorenko went up there which was also uh, a lot of fun uh i like this grigorenko guy a lot i think he could be a really good addition to the top six uh if you know he fits in really well with Dubois and Bjorkstrand, apparently, so, you know, that's that's a really good option. Uh, at the minute, we're running with Domi, Atkinson, Felino as our second line, which, again, I've talked about a little bit before, it's fine. Um, if it gives Felino some kind of, you know, uh, confidence in his scoring abilities, you know, I'm all for it. Uh, I do feel like we should maybe have a guy like Bemstrom up there, Or, you know, just maybe even a guy like Foodie, because I don't know how how well they are going to uh, gel with the kind of bottom six mentality that this team has, which is mostly, you know, puck possession, not necessarily scoring, uh, which is where, you know, guys like Boone Jenner and Nick Foligno really shine. Um, You know, they don't score a lot you can see flashes of like offensive brilliance especially from Boon jenner which i've spotted a lot in the um in the scrimmages so far you can kind of see flashes of that 30 goal scorer that he used to be which is really promising um but i don't know that he'll ever get back there um and then obviously you know koivu is more defensive he can win face-offs which is exciting uh, Domi can also win face offs, which I don't know if that's confirmation bias or if it's just that Dubois is terrible, uh, you know it could be it could be either, but I noticed Domi was winning quite a lot of face offs uh, in the scrimmages. Um, and then like like I said before, we have guys like uh, Stenland and Robinson to kind of round out uh, our 13 to 14 forwards that I assume we will be carrying on the main roster plus guys like uh, Gerby and uh, potentially uh, guys like Mateau, McInnes, Dalpe as taxi guys in case of emergency. Um, Defence is a lot more set, obviously. We've talked about this at length. Jones-Burenski, number one and two. uh, Gavrikov, Savard, three and four. Uh, And then it's, you know... It gets a little bit murkier after that, but I assume it is going to be two of uh Peak, Kukan, Delzotto, and Harrington. I would like it to be Peak and Kukan for the majority of the time, but suspect Delzotto will get more ice time than I or many fans want him to. Uh and then goaltending is again, it's really a toss-up. Corposalo was really good in the first scrimmage. Muslikins was really good in the second scrimmage. Uh they had a shootout and it was 3 nothing victory for Muslikins, I believe. Uh Kopsalo allowed 3 goals in the 5 person scrimmage in the 5 person shootout, sorry, and uh Maslikens did not allow any. So it's still kind of all up in the air. Um I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even know who's going to be starting the home opener or you know the season opener or whatever we may not know until you know 6 p.m on Thursday because that seems like the kind of thing Tortorella would do um in terms of special teams it's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out uh we've lost a couple of our really big penalty killers obviously Anderson was a big part of the penalty kill. Wenberg was really great on the penalty kill. So we've lost both of those guys. Um, Nunavara was uh, a penalty kill guy. Murray when he was healthy. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that, how that shakes out. Um, But we've picked up guys like Koivu, who I suspect will get some penalty kill time. Uh, Domi will probably get some penalty kill time, especially if he proves that he can win face-offs. Um... And then the power plays look a little bit different. Um, Like I said, they had a... uh, I believe it was Wierenski, Domi, Gregorenko, uh, Texier, and either Bemstrom or Bjorkstrand as one of their units. I think it was Bemstrom, which for a second power play unit is pretty good. And then the first one, uh, I believe, is uh, Dubois, Bjorkstrand, Atkinson... Jones, and um, I believe it was uh, Foodie, actually, which is which is good for both me, personally, because I really like him, and good for him in terms of development, and it's really promising, I think. So, the scrimmages looked good, I think. Um, they look better than expecting, you know, obviously there was some rust on a couple of players, uh, but I think it could be that we've put together somehow. We've put together a really solid squad. The weakness of the division will definitely help us. Um, and that's that's about all all we have time for today. I think uh, tomorrow we are going to be talking to Sarah Avampato of Locked On LA Kings about what they would give up for uh, Pierre Luc Dubois in a potential trade i have some pieces that i would like uh i'm sure that she has some pieces that she doesn't want to give up so we'll kind of we'll hash that out and see what happens uh and hey it's only two more sleeps until blue jackets hockey is back